Brian. Spinning. Brian. What's up with the Boondabergs or whatever the fuck you said? Is this a new like? Is this a new secret society? It's not. No, it's yeah. I did a I did a Swedish chef uh, accent there, but uh, it it should have been an all say all say. Because be, I'm out here drinking Australian ginger beer, my guy. That's what I'm trying to. Th- oh yeah, it's a, that's a great ginger beer, bro. Bro, I've never I've never bothered to actually see what the name is on the label. <laughs> I just buy the the yellow and brown Australian one and know it, it's tasty. It's very uh, it is very ornate the the logo itself. So it's not immediately intuitive what you're what you're reading, but it's yeah the Boondabag. <laughs> Oi. Good job. Oi. I, I always feel a little bit proud of myself when I get that fucking cap off of there, too. Oh. It's like the weird, you got to pull it towards you, then you got to pull it up. Makes a real. It feels like it's going to, it feels like you're putting your finger in a cigar cutter every time. Oh, yeah. You might lose your fingertip just getting at your ginger beer. Totally. But then once you get it and it makes that real satisfying, like, sound and you're like, hell yeah, I'm having a ginger beer tonight, buddy. It scare, scares my dog every time it happens. Really? Damn, you really Yeah, every time I pop that every time I pop that gingy bee, he uh <laughs> He's a he's a jumpy boy uh, for, for being a big bastard. He really be it's easily spooked. Ripping those things off, man. <laughs> yeah. Putting a lot of that uh I'm fucking a lot strong. of that push up power into your <laughs> ripping up in those ginger beers. Exactly. Gotta gotta do something with it. all that fucking strength all that that fucking push-up power bro yo this year (laughs) i'm coming with big standing energy you're coming with that big push-up energy push-up power come on now big push-up power big standing energy okay well mine didn't have a push-up power that's my wrestling name well you chose a bad name standing sauce (laughs) hmm yeah standing yeah, I got that sensation. You could be the you could be the standing sensation, and I could be Big Papa Push Up Power, and we could do some tag team wrestling. Whoa! Oh my God! And we do <laughs> and we do Stone Cold Steve Austin style beverage consumption, except it's with Bundaberg. Not, not with glass. They're glass, buddy. I don't think that would work. Well, you don't slam them together. You shower but your you, face with with sticky glass. <laughs> no, no, no. You you just you pop the top. We each pop our top simultaneously, and then we oh, shake it up and spray skip, it. You, oh, you don't smash them together. You don't smash them together. Oh, I suppose that's safer. You throw a thumb over it after you pop it off, and you spray it all over, and then you pour it into your pop own it, mouth. It, spray it from three feet away, and then pop it, thumb it, spray it, pour it in your mouth. Bundaberg. <laughs> Those are the steps. <laughs> did we just start a? Did we just start an ad agency. I think we did. Pop it, thumb it, spray it. Honestly, Bundaberg. honestly. <laughs> Honestly, if somebody made an ad for Bundaberg Ginger Ale that featured two Aussies walking down a ramp as if they were professional wrestlers and then started <laughs> spraying Bundaberg and drinking it and high-fiving each other as like a tag team wrestling duo, it would make me want to buy more Bundaberg Ginger Ale. Hell yeah. We should make a list of all the companies we really wish we had a fucking it's bever- beverage sponsorship with. Give me a hell yeah! Hell yeah! Uh, it's got to. I mean, Topo's got to be near the top of that list. So does fucking Bundaberg. So, the Bundaberg Society's got to be up there. Yeah. The uh, Bundaberg Society. It just it sounds like a secret society, man. The the, the Bundaberg Group is what you're looking for, I think. Right, 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 right. If we're going full, it's like all the Bilderberg. It's where all the 
koalas get together to conspire about the economy. <laughs> How are we going to get more leaves? <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all. These other koalas have too much water. How do we monopolize the water? Oh, wait, that's Nestle. My <laughs> bad. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> mm. Hey, bro. Do y'all like leaves as much as I like leaves? <laughs> How we have more leaves. Do you hate when other koalas are happy and full? Yeah, me too. Let's 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 take their leaves. <laughs> let's put more leaves in our uh, nest. Damn, what do koalas live in? Trees. <laughs> more leaves in our okay, trees. Yes, but like, like, don't they have like a nest a hovel? Hovel. They might, they might got a hovel. A, a, a dugout. Yeah. They'd be playing baseball. (laughs) This shit's off the rails today. Hi, y'all. It's the (laughs) What If Podcast. I'm Ryan. That's Spencer. Hello. Uh, Hello. Hello. What's... I feel like we're fucking two hours deep in this episode because we were just staring at each other on Zoom for two hours. don't don't pretend like you don't love it. I love it. That's my guy. (laughs) That's my big man. (laughs) what's up buddy how are you oh just fucking chilling tight 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 yeah tight 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 i don't know man i don't know how to answer any of those questions anymore right right it's it's less how you're doing and more what have you been up to which like fucking nothing has an equally cooking satisfying answer yeah you're right you're right you're right doing doing more dishes than i thought i owned Yet. Riding the same damn bicycle that doesn't move every day. You do make a lot of dishes when you eat all your meals inside your home. Watching group sitcoms from the early to mid two thousands. Which which one is this now? You got a new you got a new new tube. I'm, I'm rifling rifling through all of them, man. I'm giving uh giving community a shot. I never watched it. It starts slow and and my mm-hmm. opinion finishes slow but there are a couple seasons mm-hmm. in the middle there that are golden yeah i i really was not a fan of the first few episodes and i powered through uh because wifey gave similar uh advice it. that it it gets off to kind of a rough start it's just like the the edgy mid 2000s humor that just aged really poorly mm. you know just like being racist was just a joke even if there was no actual joke or being ableist or like sexist just the the act was supposed to be funny even if there was no it's not like even telling a racist joke it's just like that character's racist <laughs> that's crazy Hilarious. that's crazy yeah. so that that stuff luckily uh I mean, it, it pops up every once in a while, mostly thanks to Chevy Chase. But I, but I heard he gets the boot at some point, too, so I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I think I think he booted himself. I heard he was kind of a dick on that set and got the boot, I think. Wait, got booted or he booted his own boot? I, I, I don't know. The what way I don't, I have no, <laughs> I have no actual inside information on this, but I'm pretty sure at the time it was that he was like, miserable to work with and they like had him yeah there was something about him him like being openly racist towards uh glover too oh well 
He told Donald Glover that like he was people only laughed at him because he was black or something like that. Whoa, I have not heard that specific anecdote. Yeah, that he, sucks pretty bad. Mr. Chase seems like a real miserable That's, bastard. Anyway, I'm watching Community and it's it's mostly funny and then you know very cringy every once in a while. Got it. Got it. Got it. All right. Well, we can't yeah. allow that to be your joy for the week because that is. That was that was not nearly joyful enough. I, I didn't think that was a question. You just asked me what I was doing. No, no, I know. I'm just All saying right. I, I was going to try to steer us into joy, but I was like, oh, shit, God, that God, can't God, be it. it. I mean, it's fine. You know, it's like a different It's a different place. Sometimes you got to just be like, what's going to convince me I'm not on my couch for the three millionth day in a row with nothing to do? Bro, travel shows, man. Just watch random, like for the, old episodes of travel shows. For the two hours in between when I stop working and when I go to bed, you know, if you turn, uh, if you turn your thermostat up to eighty-five degrees, and you watch the Thailand sure. episodes of No Reservations with Anthony <laughs> Bourdain, and you that would do it. You turn off all the lights and you sit real, real close to your TV. <laughs> Maybe get like a blanket and build a fort around the TV, sure. so you're like in there with it. Yeah. Take all the plants in the living room and put them there inside the little blanket. Yeah, fort. even have them kind of surround the television a little bit. Boom. Yeah. Traveling, bro. Yeah. You're there. I've just I've just been like, you know, work is is kind of slow and like I'm also real sober. And so Boy, did we pick a pick a hell of a month at the, for dry at January. The end of, yeah, and like now it's terrible outside because at least before I was like getting out and running and biking and shit, and now it's at at the end of the day I'm just like, it's been dark for three hours, I can't go to bed yet. Mm-hmm. I'm just sober as a gopher, yep. <laughs> looking around at the same room I've seen for the last three hundred days in a row. Yeah. Uh huh. Hmm. What <laughs> do I do with that? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I started play- oh I did I started playing Mist on Nintendo Switch, which has been fucking great. I think we talked about that on the Patreon. We did. That might be my joy for the week is in about thirty minutes getting farther in Mist than I did in ten years of playing it as a child. Oh man, see this is why I want it because I want to prove to childhood me that I was not like a complete moron. That game also, man, like they they really took the the open world thing to an extreme. Like there's almost no direction as to what you're supposed to do or like what to do, but even like what your goal is. Mm. Sure. Sure. Like what the arc of the story, if there is one is or like who you are or what any of this stuff Uh. is, it's just purely like fuck around and find out. But also the world is really small. So just exploring on its own, it can't be fun. Yep. Like the the first three days I played Zelda for Switch, I don't know what I was doing, but that world is big and like you come across monsters and shit that you got to fight, even if you're not progressing at all on the story. Yeah. Mist, you're just a guy with his fucking arms crossed standing on a 10 by 10 foot island yeah. with no other people <laughs> and and two books. You got two books. And you're doing you're doing laps if you're not doing anything else. You're doing <laughs> exactly. laps. Exactly. You can you can walk the perimeter of the island in about forty five seconds. All right. I I want so. uh I want weekly ha- has Spencer beaten mist updates. Okay. I only I probably played I've probably only put in like two or three hours so far. But the OG I'll let you know. The OG listeners will know about Ken Spencer Maybe we need a Ken Spencer beat mist <laughs> 
Look, it is no I, I've until been it's a, yes. <laughs> I've been on a, a fitness kick, and I'm making some progress. I did leg day today. Let's go. That's that's now three leg days in the month of January. That's more times I, than I've lifted legs in a month in the history of me as a person, I think. We. So still pretty fat, but we might get there. <laughs> we might Give me till like April or May and we might have something might have something brewing. Let's go, baby. Let's go. I did uh, <laughs> I, I'm going to my joy. I think I'm going to do my joy is uh, I about 30 minutes before we got on our call, finished my 12th consecutive day of yoga, which has been pretty wild. Ooh, how are you feeling? Uh, sore. But there, because okay. it's a daily program, the classes aren't too insane so that you beat yourself up so bad that you like can't go back and do it the next day. The point is that you're able to right. show up and do it every day for 31 days of January. Okay. I feel pretty good, man. I feel pretty peaceful. I feel pretty stretched. I'm getting stronger. Body weight is a thing. Sick. If you hold your body weight up in the air for a while, it turns out <laughs> it turns out that helps. Also, turns out the more you have of it, the, the harder it oh, is. Oh, big time, bro. I was thinking about that <laughs> while I was telling wifey. I was like, look, I'm 6'5", and I weigh 230 pounds. When I just stand on one ankle, that's a lot of weight and a lot of like vertical <laughs> like presentation of that weight on one little ankle. You know, that balance is fucking, that shit's hard. You gotta, you gotta just do like dummy squats and get a huge ass just to lower your center of gravity a bit. Interesting take. Okay, you got, you gotta be six five, like skinny with a Kyle Lowry butt, <laughs> and then you'll be your balance will be impeccable. A juicy booty, plump like a gusher, exactly. baby, plump like a gusher. <laughs> Pumpkin booty on that skinny frame. And you will be set. That's tight, bro. Maybe if I have a... You will, never, you will never tip again, bud. Maybe if I have a juicy booty, I'll be able to dunk, too, because I'll get those leg muscles going. You won't fall off your bike, at least. I prove it. I can... Or if you do, just go butt first. You bounce right back up. I've... Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, real, it's real padding, bro. That's real padding. I oh, like that's, it. Oh, that's interesting. That's the most condescending reaction I think no, you've ever No, no, it wasn't condescending. It was like, hmm, how could I... Oh, that's oh, that's what's up. I was like, how Butts, how huh? could I oh, create yeah, my up. body in such a way to protect myself from the inevitable future bike accidents I'm going to get myself into? You wouldn't have fucked up your tailbone if you had, you know, I, another couple extra inches on if there. If I had a plump like a gusher booty, bro, I would have I would have been popping right back up again. <laughs> oh heavens! Yeah, buddy. Well, want to talk about some aliens? Let's get weird. Sick. Oh, we have um oh man, so many so many emails in our email. Email. We had a we had a bunch of voicemails that we haven't played. Should we do a quick kind of fine a quick jaunt? Yeah, I mean, you know. For those of you who don't know, well, we have a right? voicemail line. We listen to all your voicemails. We don't play them all on the show, but if you want to leave us a voicemail at 612 246 Four six one four. That's six one two two four six four six one four. And every once in a while, we hear from our listeners, which is what we're gonna yeah. do right now. I'm gonna. I'm still gonna stall a little bit because I opened. I got. I got the two computer recordings set up going, oh. and I opened them on the computer where you would hear them. Oh, geez. But the rest of our listeners would hear oh, a very sad silence. Geez. Oh, speaking of oh, geez, Rick. 
uh, how how are Community and Rick and Morty the only two shows that Dan Harmon created? That seems like a weird pairing. Uh, yeah. Some of it makes more sense later on. Okay. Does it get a little more out there yes. as it as it progresses? Yeah. Okay. In fact, in some ways, like season four is unrecognizable from season one in like a good way. Yeah. I'm like early in season two right now, I think. So okay. maybe I'll just I'll just give it a minute. Yeah, yeah. The next two um, two, three seasons are the best ones, in my personal opinion. Excellent. All right, let's hopefully this volume's okay. Happy New Year, motherfuckers. <laughs> I tell you what, I'm, I'm over here just walking the damn store, right? And I slap on your goddamn podcast. Wait, is this Cam? That <laughs> sounds like it. <laughs> slap on your goddamn podcast. I'm never going to refer to listening to a podcast by any other name. I slapped on a goddamn podcast. Oh, boy. Here we go. Episode 212, I just started the bitch. I'm not probably 20 seconds in. I tell you what, Spencer, the beat fucking slaps. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. It fucking slaps, dude. I'm telling you what, I might re-listen the damn intro three or four times before I even get to the goddamn episode. <laughs> Anyways, y'all, happy new year. Be good and 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 be just be motherfuckers. All right now. Love you. <laughs> do you do you think that was a just be comma motherfuckers or a just be motherfuckers? <laughs> <laughs> also, I love that at the beginning of the transcript, Google spelled out motherfuckers, but then the second time, it censored it for us. Aw, that's just one motherfucker too many, Cam. <laughs> hey, we love you too, Cam. Good to hear from you. Uh, I don't remember which one that was, but I, I, appreci- I don't remember which episode and beat combo he's talking about, but I, I appreciate it. Um, I don't know. Let's just go to the next one. Hi, Sweary Boys. This is Drew, Hi, Drew from South Carolina. And I'm calling because I just finished listening to y'all's full podcast. Jeez. I think I started maybe October of this year, and I just caught up. Hell yeah. So I was going to let you know what I learned. First off, I love you both very much. Aw, we love you too, uh, Drew. You did the Lake and Jacuni story twice. Spencer told Ryan, and then Ryan told Spencer, and neither of y'all remembered it. Sick. Time, I still wait, 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 wait. Run that back. What happened? <laughs> the, the best part is, I still don't know what she's talking about. <laughs> I still don't know what story that is. Wait, wait. I, I'm confused. We told each other a story twice on the podcast, and neither of us remember it happening. That's what she's saying. Oh, okay, yes. got it, got it, got it, got it. I don't. I, I didn't even understand what story it was. The whole Cooney story twice. Oh. Spencer told yes. the Lake in Jacuni story twice. Do you know what that is? Lake Kitchy Gitchy. What? <laughs> okay, cool. So after both hearing it from each other and both reading it ourselves, we still don't remember it. Perfect. Here we go. Spencer told Ryan, and then Ryan told Spencer, and neither of y'all remembered it. At least Sometimes, I did first. I feel a little bit better. It was about very that. funny. <laughs> uh, Chuck Tingle what? is a god amongst men. Mm-hmm. The D and D episode made me lose my shit Aww. repeatedly. Hell yeah! I also learned that the super cool S is on the painting The Ambassadors from 1533. And that shit blew my dome right off. <laughs> I also learned that Spencer can't dunk yet, but he can do long division. Let's go. Which is a skill that I have lost. So I'm very impressed. I had a great time listening to the whole show. Oh, yeah, Drew. And you got me through some hard times in 2020. I really appreciate it. And now I'm going to subscribe to the Patreon for hey. 2021. Woo. 
Patreon, $5 a month. So I'll see y'all on the flip side. Love you both. Bye. Love you too, Drew. Thank you so much, and thank you for supporting the show. For those of y'all who don't know, you can get uh, double the show every week and access to over 150 backlog episodes of the show you've never heard before over at patreon.com slash whatifpodcast. Drew, thanks for finishing the whole show and supporting us over there, too. We appreciate you. Uh, all right. Yeah, hey, it's me again. I forgot to say, uh, I went to Taco Bell the, uh, yesterday and got that uh, toasted cheddar chalupa. Let me tell you guys, the best fucking dog food I ever ate. That's the whole voice, man. That's it. <laughs> I'm That's sorry, did thing. that motherfucker say that the toasted cheddar chalupa was the best dog food I ever ate? Uh, he said the best fucking dog food I ever ate, but yes, that, <laughs> that is what he said. God bless you guys. I love y'all so much. Oh, okay. See, these are in reverse order. So apparently this person had called us twice before, but I love three times before. I, I, I'm just, I don't even want to listen to the other ones because the Taco Bell... Dog food one is just perfect. But but what if it gets better? Well, now do I go to the first one or do we listen in reverse order? I think you gotta go to the first one and then we know that the punch right. the, the, the punctuation right, right, mark right, is Taco Bell yeah, dog yeah, food. Right, right. It, it's it's like uh like memento. Hey guys, it's uh Oz here. I'm I'm from Australia, but I live in Fort Wayne now. Don't ask me why, because I don't even know that. Um Indiana does suck. And uh I love listening to your show. Uh, uh, and uh, my joy is uh, you guys make me laugh because this year has been pretty fucked for everybody. My guy. Um, and <laughs> particularly me, I've lost a few people this year. I'm so fucked. And, sorry uh, to hear that. Fucked. That's awful. You guys just make me laugh and you know you make me think and it's really good. Uh, I like listening to you and uh, I will call back and tell you one of my ghost stories uh, that's uh, a real true thing that happened to me, but not this time. Uh, it'll be another time. I uh, love you guys. Thanks a lot. And uh, see you later. Love you. Okay, love you, Ads. Appreciate you. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry you had to do that this year. It's been a tough year. So here's the next one. Hey, it's Ryan. It's Ozzy again. And uh, I'm here driving my little car to my stupid job. I'm here driving my little car I'm, and doing my stupid job. <laughs> I think he said to my stupid oh, job. Amazing. But... Wow. Amazing. Each way, every fucking day. So I listen to you guys all the time. Anyway, I called a couple of days ago and said how much I appreciate you making me laugh through difficult times and all this stuff. Um, but I've got to tell you my ghost situation. Right? I have a ghost that I believe is haunting me, not the house that we live in, because it's following me. Uh-oh. And uh, it's uh, not... Like, uh, it's malevolent is the bad one, right? Anyway, it's not that. It's uh, just like a prankster that keeps hiding stuff. And uh, and then, like, a day later, two days, sometimes weeks later, I find it in the obvious place where it wasn't before. You know, like, uh, my earbuds went missing, and I searched the house. I don't know how to find down looking for them. Couldn't find them anywhere. I gave up and bought a whole new set. And then maybe uh, a week later, I found my old seat, uh, old set, on the car seat next to me, in my in my car. And I know they weren't there before. And anyway, it's yeah, I think it's a she. Feels female, and she just hides stuff and jokes around things like that. You know, knocks on walls hmm. and 
yeah, it's it's just weird. I, I think it's just somebody who wants to fuck with me for fun. Uh, I don't think that hurt me or nothing. But that's my ghost story, and uh, I love you guys. You keep doing what you do, and I'll uh, keep watching the sky, I guess. I don't know, something, something profound. Anyway, I'll love you. See you, bye. Thanks, Aussie. Okay. I love... Uh, I do love... It. If I were a ghost, that is absolutely what I would do. Just just pick one one guy in Indiana and just fuck with him. <laughs> just, just be like, <laughs> hey, man, you want to not go to work today? Guess you don't have car keys. <laughs> you can't listen to podcasts because I put your earbuds in your car. <laughs> All right, we got, we got one more before the Chalupa finale, so um, let's see. Amazing. Hey, guys, it's Ozzy here again. I'm out here doing what brings me joy. I'm walking my dog. Uh, even though it's fucking snowing here in Fort Wayne right now. But, uh. You know the deal. I mean, she's a little goofball. She makes me happy. She's probably my best friend. Uh, anyway, yeah. I love listening to your guys' show. And, uh, I was listening to the back episode a while back. And, uh, you were talking about, uh, how the, uh, one episode about cave cows and what did they eat. And I guess they probably ate each other. So I thought they could be called cannibal cave cows. Which is, uh, you know, put it on the list. Let's go. And, uh, <laughs> Let's go. Well, that's about all I got to say. It's fucking cold, and I'm walking. And I'm old and fat, <laughs> so it's probably doing me good. But this is joy, and uh, fuck yeah, I, I love you guys. And I love the show that you do, and keep it up. What we talking about? Cows and caves, and they ate each other. And Aussie says we should put cannibal cave cows on the list. When did we talk about cows that live in caves? Bro, I... <laughs> all y'all do is remind us of stuff we talked uh, about that we have literally no memory of talking about. We have done two, literally 400-plus uh, hours of this show at this point. We don't... It just doesn't, doesn't you guys, stick anymore, you know? All you guys do is make me want to check my carbon monoxide detector <laughs> to make sure I'm not fucking passing out during the day and missing parts of my life. Aussie... You're the shit. Okay. Appreciate you, bro. Thanks yeah, for was, listening. That was brilliant. Okay. Let's talk about the aliens. Let's fucking go. Oh, actually, let's talk about going to therapy first. Hey! Ryan. Betterhelp.com slash what if is where you should go if you want to start taking control of your own mental health here in 2021. Yeah, man, they've uh they pair you with a counselor who's ready to address uh whatever it is that you want to address in your life, whatever is keeping you from being happy. You can uh you can interact with those people via a multitude of channels, whether by text or email. You could do uh video chat and uh they meet you where you are to talk about the thing that you need to talk about to uh to feel better, to improve the the health of your mind state. And, uh, and get back to doing what it is you need to do. Yes. So if you want to take uh, charge of your mental health and start feeling better, cultivating some joy in your life, feeling less anxious, feeling less stressed, whatever it might be, go to betterhelp.com slash what if, and you'll get 10% off your first month of therapy. That's betterhelp.com slash what if. Okie dokie. Now for the aliens. I actually, this is perfect. I, I actually have an Aussie alien abduction story for us today. Aussie, was it you? <laughs> Be careful, mate. Did they pick you up in Brisbane and put you, you back in down Indiana? in Fort Wayne? <laughs> Fuck. Be careful, bud. 
I got a package from Fort Wayne, Indiana yesterday. Crazy stuff. Was it from Ozzy? Uh, maybe. Shit. If he, if he fixed my preamp at Sweetwater and sent it back to me, it might have no, been. Okay. <laughs> so probably not. <laughs> Those jokers. They stopped sending candy in, in their shipments. What? Anyway. I just got candy from uh, them in their shipment like two days ago. Oh. <laughs> maybe it's only for new purchases and not, and not for repairs. <laughs> Last time I bought something, I didn't get any either. Oh, maybe I'm just special, dog. Tough-ass crowd here. <laughs> All right. Australia, 2001. October 4th, 2001. Uh, we are in Tierro, Queensland, Australia. Okay. And Keith Rylance and his wife, Amy, and their business partner, Petra Heller, are hanging out at the Rylance's house uh, about 9, 9.30 one night. And they had like a, it's like a big farm property, and I think they were developing like a, vineyard or something on it so their business partner was there decides to spend the night anyway uh so petra goes to one bedroom keith goes to another bedroom and amy stays up on the couch to watch tv for a while she eventually falls asleep on the couch and uh at 11 15 petra wakes up and comes out. So Petra and Keith both went to sleep in bedrooms, like off of the living room, yep. on the on the same floor. Uh, she wakes up at eleven fifteen because she hears something going on. Comes out to the living room and sees a rectangular beam of light coming through an open window in the living room that is surrounding Amy laying on the couch. Oh shit! Tie her down quick. <laughs> Petra then sees. That beam of light levitate Amy and the stuff on the coffee table in front of the couch. Oh, damn, they missed. Well, they just, you know, they need to focus the beam a little bit more. They got some some coffee cups and magazines as well. And start pulling her out the window from which the beam is coming through. Bro, just like quick pause. Think Just think about that for one second. Like, if we were up at a like, cabin up north. Think about sleeping over at someone's house and, and stumbling upon that scene when you get up to pee in the middle we're, of the night? Is that we're at mean? a cabin up north, and it's 3 in the morning, and you got to take a piss. <laughs> and you walk out to go to the bathroom, and I am just in the process of floating out the window in a beam of light. That would be Along fucked, bud. Well, yes. So Petra looks out the window, and she sees that this beam of light is coming from... A UFO, which is hovering just off the ground outside the house. Yikes. So she then screams and faints, which is honestly probably what most people would do. I, that, that is definitely what I would fair do ball. in that situation. That's a fair ball right there. That's what that is. <laughs> so when she screams and hits the deck, Keith wakes up and he comes out to the living room. Um. Petra apparently was just out for like a few seconds. So she wakes up. Amy's gone. Keith is now in the living room. She kind of like tries to tell Keith what she thinks just happened, which is that a UFO took his wife out the window. Sure. So he runs outside thinking like she's probably outside. Can't find her. Comes back inside. Notices that. The stuff that was on the coffee table is, like, spilled all over the floor. 
and the window that the beam of light was coming through, uh, the screen in that window has been ripped in like in both directions, vertically and horizontally. Got it. So they just pulled her through the center of the screen? That's what it seems like. Okay. Or that's, I guess, what the what is implied there. I mean, come on, y'all. If, if, if you already got me floating, you have the capacity to move things with light. Can you just please open my door and slide me out the door? You ain't got to fuck up my window on right? the way out. Well, the window is open, so it's just a screen. Yeah, but, I mean, but still, agreed. you know. Can, yeah, that's... I'm being taken against my will. You can be at least considerate enough to not fuck up my house. <laughs> I don't think... I mean, they're inherently not being very considerate when they decided to kidnap you in the middle of the night. It's, it's just, it's insult to injury, okay? I gotta, gotta Fair. Repairing Fair. a screen is the worst. You got to get it custom sized or... Man, whenever my wife gets kidnapped, I'm always primarily concerned about I'm, what damage happened I in just, the process. I just think they could be more polite. My wife is gone forever, but more importantly, I have to go to Lowe's. <laughs> this sucks. This sucks. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so he goes outside and starts looking around for Amy. Can't find her because the aliens took her. And he comes back inside at about 1140 and calls the police to say, hey, my wife is gone. It's like so this is 25 minutes later. Uh, yeah. Yep. So, yeah. Uh, Petra came out to the living room to see her getting taken at 1115. Yep. 25 minutes. So the police show up to the house a little after one, which seems like a long time. Not exactly sure why that happened. Maybe I mean, if you're out on a location where, you know, if you're if if this is some sort of like winery land and you're out in the country, it might have taken a while. Still, though, that's kind of bugged up. That's an hour and fifteen minutes later. Hey, uh, someone abducted my wife. All right, see you when we see you. <laughs> just just hang tight. All right. We're, we're having dinner. I mean, what's, what's the worst that can happen? She gets kidnapped again? She can't get... Look, bud. Oi, look, mate. She can't get gone, yeah? <laughs> it's terrible. Uh, okay. So the police get to the house, and they are obviously a little confused because Keith and Petra are telling them that a spaceship took Amy, which doesn't seem very realistic Say, to them. fuck. We shouldn't have come in the first place. <laughs> I don't I would love to know if the the initial phone call mentioned the alleged spaceship. Mm. Right? Cuz that could affect uh the amount of time it took them to get there also. Are we are we even going to take this call? We've got fucking UFOs out there. I'm not getting so adopted too. Fuck. They took a look at the screen and what Keith and Petra said was a burned plant outside the window. Is this a first floor window or a second floor window? It's a it's a one story home, so this is first floor. Okay. There's a there's actually a I'm not sure what channel, but there was an Australian TV news story about it where they interviewed uh, these folks outside of the home where it happened, oh, and it dang. must have been pretty pretty soon after it happened because there was the burned bush was still present and the screen was still ripped unless they just never fix their screen i guess anyway so they looked at the screen and the plant outside the window which weren't immediately super concerning because there are a lot of possible explanations for 
a ripped screen and a plant that's not doing so sure. well. Um, the plant just looked like it was dying on one side. I wouldn't say it necessarily looked burned. It was just like the leaves were dried up and dead. Okay. But it was like directly under the window. So I don't okay. know. Um, while the police are at the house, though, Keith gets a phone call. And it was a woman calling from McKay, which is roughly 500 miles away from Tierro, Queensland, where they are. And this woman said, this woman on the phone said that she found a distressed and apparently dehydrated young woman at a BP petrol station on the outskirts of McKay. Sorry, how long after was this? This, so I don't know the exact time. The police showed up at 1, 1 a.m. And it was the phone call came through while police were still at the house. So somewhere in the ballpark of 1 a.m., between 1 and 2 probably. Got so it. if you're doing that math, she appears to have traveled 500 miles in a, about three hours. She fucking fast. Kangaroo. You nailed it, dude. <laughs> kangaroo fast. You fucking nailed that. She's hopping her ass. <laughs> Kangaroos do not run 80 plus miles an hour. Oh, bro. No. 100. Jesus, that math is <laughs> awful. Okay, I was going to say, oh, bro. Oh, boy. <laughs> Hang. Ooh, I looked back at the numbers and yikes. Okay. You're good. I apologize. Anyway. Hey, multiplying, not so much. Dividing, hell you yeah, know, bro. Hell yeah. R- roughly, roughly twice the number that I just said. Uh, I do like the idea of a kangaroo going like a buck sixty just through the outback, though. Just like on some fucking roadrunner shit. Just you think roadrunner moved one hundred and sixty plus miles an hour? I mean, he's not visible for most of the time. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> anyway, this person that showed up at the BP station five hundred miles away three hours later turned out to be Amy Rylance. And, <clears throat> excuse me, oh goodness, the the woman on the other end was calling to let Keith know that Amy was mostly okay, but on the way to a hospital in McKay. So at this point, uh, Tierra police coordinate with McKay police because the McKay police got involved when a woman showed up at a gas station confused and needed to go to the hospital. Sure. And, and telling people she lived 500 miles away from there. Right. And the McKay police took a statement from Amy um, under the, uh, the Justice Act acknowledgement. I don't exactly know what that is, but it apparently requires Amy to acknowledge that what she is saying is true and correct to the best of her knowledge. Got it. Right? So it's like a sworn statement. Our version of, do you swear to tell the whole truth and nothing but the truth? Yeah. She essentially made this statement under oath to a police officer. And her recollection of the evening, according to that statement, was that her last memory of being at her home was lying on the couch and then wake remembers next waking up on a bench 
in a strange rectangular room in which the ceiling and walls were illuminated, and she was by herself. <laughs> cool. Sounds, uh-huh. sounds terrible. <laughs> she says she then called out and heard a male voice asking her to be calm and telling her that everything would be okay and she would not be harmed. I don't believe you. <laughs> then a guy walked through the wall. He was about six feet tall, skinny, covered head to foot in a full body suit and wearing some sort of black mask over his face, which I'm envisioning is a Death Eater mask, but that's not in this report. But I'm assuming it is. Bro, a hell of a follow-up to be like, stay calm. Everything's going to be fine. And then a masked man walks through a fucking wall. Yeah, cool. Sick uh, transition there, bro. She said she felt she had been there for, quote, a while before this person appeared to her. Um, this guy told her that they were going to bring her back to a place close to where they had taken her from. Quote, because the lights were wrong at the property and it wasn't safe. I don't know what that means, but that's what okay. masked guy apparently said. Okay. She then remembers waking up on the ground uh, in with trees and stuff around. She said she was disoriented, could smell the ocean, uh, and wasn't sure how long she walked through the bush before arriving at the BP. And then from there, somebody, I'm assuming the woman that called the police and called her husband, uh, recognized that she was in trouble and called those people. So her recollection is couch, lit up room, guy walks through the wall, normal recollection of that location... Next recollection is I'm standing in the bush somewhere and I walk until I find a gas station. Correct. That sounds like a pretty bad night in in my personal estimation. I would not enjoy having a similar experience. Um, All of this reporting, by the way, is coming from the good old UFO casebook and a report uh, by Bill Chalker and Diane Harrison. We'll get to in a in a second how they got involved. Um, there's not a ton of other information about this available. It was 2001 and Australia, so I don't think a lot of those things have made it to our our good old American internet. I did find that news clip I was talking about. I'll play it at some point here. But, Lit. So this is all being filtered through Bill Chalker and Diane Harrison, but they're referencing. Uh, police reports, and then they had direct contact with Petra, Keith, and Amy eventually. So she's at the hospital. Keith goes to meet her at the hospital. Um, oh, one more thing about uh, Amy's sworn statement before we get to that. She said that this sort of thing had never happened to her before. You don't say. But when she was in fifth grade, she saw a large UFO surrounded by smaller UFOs. Okay. Okay. 
Which is a little odd because she didn't recall seeing a UFO in this I case. I was literally just about to say that as I was going to say, but she, as far as she says her recollections go, although I guess maybe what you do is, I mean, if... Have I had any other weird experiences before? Well, I was going to say more so if you go, yeah, I remember being on the couch and then I was in this fucking weird room and then I was out in the bush and you tell that to Petra and Keith Keith, and Petra goes, mm-hmm. yeah, I saw you getting pulled out the window in a beam of light into a fucking ship. And she was like, oh, yeah, I did see a ship once when I was a little kid. Right. I don't. Unfortunately, I don't know the exact order of events here. Like if she had talked to Petra before giving the statement to the police. Yep. Um, or Keith, who then said, you know, Petra saw you get sucked through the window by a UFO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, police took notes and allegedly took photographs because on her right thigh, she had... Uh, like small triangular red marks, which in the TV news clip they show. So again, that, that it must have been pretty soon after this event. She's got like a, it's probably about a half an inch to an inch tall, trying like three red dots on the inside of her leg, which of course could be a million things. Huh. Um, she also had similar marks on both of her heels. And her hair grew excessively in about three hours. Damn. Like like she had dyed her hair recently, and it had grown out far enough that night that you could see the roots of her undyed hair. That's a, a cool, specific, and interesting detail we've never heard before. Yeah. So there's some indications between that and, like, Unless you're being extremely active, it'd be hard to get, like, uh, dehydrated to the point where you need to be hospitalized within three hours, I would think, also. I mean, if I had just run... Depends on what you're doing. If I had just run 500 miles in an hour and a half, I'd be pretty (laughs) fucking thirsty. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) What are you doing? Uh, You know, I just ran 160 miles an hour through the bush for three hours. Water. Please, water. (laughs) So, Keith goes to McKay, um, to the hospital where Amy is, and he picks up a UFO magazine because he's not familiar with the concept of UFOs, much less them stealing his wife in the middle of the night. Sure. Doing a little uh, oppo research here. (laughs) Right, right. Who's coming for my family? And inside, there's a number for the Australian UFO Research Network. Okay. Which I'm guessing is essentially Australian MUFON. And he calls the number to make a report. And Diane Harrison answers the call and decides to involve Bill Chalker, who are the authors of this UFO casebook report, because Bill was currently investigating other cases that involved solid light as was described in this one. So like beams of light that also appear to be solid objects. I didn't realize that that was the, like the specific nature of the beam of light. 
but that's cool and weird. Yeah. So they, uh, Bill and Diane, talk to both Keith and Amy over the phone and sort of get the story basics. Um, Keith also was like kind of itching to go to the press, it sounds like, from their report. Um, reason being that he figured the story would come out eventually anyway, and if they sort of led that or they brought it to the press first, they would have more control over how they were portrayed. Mm, I see. So they could... Yeah, okay. I get that. So so, so it's not a bunch of people be like, being like, oh, there's a bunch of fucking crazy kooks down the street who... Let's go do an interview first and show them that, like, we're not nuts and yeah. this weird thing just happened okay, to us. Okay, we get I it. This sounds a little weird. <laughs> right. But, like, look, there is a weird thing on my leg and here's our busted screen and, like, we seem like three pretty normal people. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. No, yeah, for sure. So... Bill and Diane from the Australian UFO Research Network went out to the Rylance's home to investigate while Keith and Amy stayed in McKay because she apparently was not in a big rush to go back to their house where she had just been stolen by aliens. Fair. fair. Also fair ball. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> so when investigating the home, uh, Harrison and Chalker noticed... So they looked at the window where she had allegedly been pulled through and they said, quote, on closer inspections seemed suggestive of possible dog damage. (laughs) Wait, what? So I think they were saying like that Amy and Keith owned a dog. And I think they were saying like if their dog jumped up on an open screen, it could cause similar damage, I think is what they're saying. I mean, yeah, I guess it's just like, it's sort of hard to like, once, once anything goes through a screen, how do you really conclusively like tell what did it, you know? No, you you don't. I don't, the screen is not good evidence of anything really. There are a million ways that a screen could be right. Like how, and, and I don't know how you, I mean, I guess like, is there, is there dog fur in the rip? Like in the screen, I think they're saying they they have a high energy dog, and it's at a height where that high energy dog, if he jumped about where his paws would land, I think is what they're getting at. Okay, all right. But also, like, you could just as easily say appears to be indicative of someone throwing a bowling ball through the window. Damage, like there are. <laughs> I don't know how you would ever conclusively <laughs> say what caused the screen to. Uh, rip. A koala was coming to take your leaves, and. <laughs> Used those sharp right. talon thingies they got and those, towed his way. Those are in. kangaroos, buddy. Those are kangaroos, bud. What? Koala, koalas don't have talons. Well, yeah, of course they do. I'm sorry. What? Not like talons, but I mean they got like long. Do you think koalas are raptors? Like, I don't know. I don't know what you call them. They're like like long like nails. Okay. That's news to me. I, I, aren't kangaroos the the mean bastards? Um, I would love for you to Google koala talons and see what 
Bro, I fucking, I'm fucking I'm I'm crushing it right now, bro. <laughs> uh, <laughs> please share with the I'm rest here. Of us. I'm sending you a link right now. This is what well, that doesn't Koala hands are the fucking other, they got the other five thousand of us. What'd you say? I said that doesn't really help the other five thousand well, of us. <laughs> <laughs> Look. Oh damn. See? Well they just got like they got little claws. Yeah. Sharp pointed claws to assist climbing. Yeah, okay. but they're like sharp as shit, and apparently that's weird. Uh, they got they have two thumbs and three forefingers. That's strange. Apparently, if if that's why you're supposed <laughs> to be like real, what what happened? <laughs> I just saw the the image credit at the bottom, and it says graphic P shooting in koala. First of all, his name is P shooting. <laughs> graphic P shooting. <laughs> well, the graphic is courtesy of nope. P shooting. Nope, his first name's graphic. <laughs> Via Getty. Koalas, the little Australians we'd all hate to lose. Damn. Well, yeah. <laughs> there was apparently a book released in 1990 called Koalas, the little Australians we'd all hate to lose. I mean, yes, bruv. That's fucked. They got two thumbs on their front legs. Anyway, okay. That's why they're such good tree climbers. I guess. Um, I'm saying they'd fuck that screen so up, okay? I'm saying they'd fuck that screen up. <laughs> fair and then they looked at the plant as well um which they thought looked more like heat stress uh like because it's fucking hot outside not because it was burned by a solid tube of light okay um and also noticed that a plant the same type of plant on the other side of the house had similar damage okay so um they closed by saying or close their like investigation of the house by saying our investigation generated many issues and questions, which we felt need, which we feel need resolution in order to assist interpretations of these events. So they then, after they looked at the house, they went back to talk to Amy and Keith and made arrangements to meet them at the hotel that they were staying at. But by the time they got to the hotel, <clears throat> Excuse me. Amy and Keith had checked out. And when Bill called Keith, Keith apologized for not being available, but said they had relocated to an unspecified location after being forced to flee the area. What? <laughs> and he said that they had a kind of, quote, men in black experience. Whoa. This dude... For picking up his first UFO magazine a day or two ago, he made some real progress. He's got it down, bro. He's got it fucking He's like, down. Shit, the, the men in black are after me. I, 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 I think I just had a small stroke. It sounded like I it. Apologize. Oh, heavens. Um, he said that they their car was being pursued by a dark brown four wheel truck, and this scared him. And they decided that they had to lose the truck and leave the area. Hey, bro. So his <clears throat> his quote, men in black experience was that he saw a truck and ran away. Bro, first of all, that sounds like the men in brown to me. And that is a way worse <laughs> name for your fucking gov agency that is hunting down aliens. Here Shit come boys. the men in brown. <laughs> it's just so much worse. See, we are an agency. Way. You just... 
You just wrote a fucking UPS jingle, bud. Oh, we we are an good. ad agency. Oh my god, they Thank should you. license that and have it be like, bro, we're a fucking ad agency now, man. We started and we're ending <laughs> with fucking ad, deep, great ad agency ideas. All right, to close, I will give you the three and a half minute uh, TV news piece that ran about this in 2001. There's a graphic, you can't see it, it just says, abducted by aliens. Who claims she was abducted by aliens. Now, before you start laughing, just listen to what Amy Rylands and her best friend, who witnessed the event, have to say. I don't remember being taken, just like I don't remember being dropped off, but I was asleep when it happened. She may have been dreaming, but Amy Rylance says she didn't imagine it when a spaceship landed in her front yard and took her away. Do you believe in aliens or UFOs? I do now. I definitely do now. <laughs> I believe in it now because I've seen it and I know what that's, I've saw. That's Petra. Amy's friend Petra was also in the house that night and claimed she was woken by a bright light. <laughs> I've Bro, seen Amy in front of me on a beam <laughs> of light being carried out of the living room window into a really huge ship outside. The only evidence this happened, a torn curtain and a burnt bush, apparently singed by the bright light which carried sleeping Amy out the window. No, I don't drink. I don't take drugs at all. <laughs> I'm just a normal person. So what was your reaction when you saw this? What did you do? Did you reach out to help her? No, I couldn't. I was shocked. I couldn't believe it and I, have, I fainted. Next to wake up was Amy's husband, Keith. I freaked out completely. <laughs> I went mental, running around, uh, screaming for her. But after I believed uh, um, Petra, which I, I did after about five minutes, I called the police. How seriously that? Stop laughing. They're interviewing a police officer who just spends most of the time like laughing in the reporter's face. Damn. I was like, what does that sound? Is that someone literally like scoffing in someone's face? Yes. Yes. Wow. This dude, he's on camera, just like not able to get his shit together because he's laughing about the fact that a woman says she got abducted. Damn. That's fucked up. Yep. And then and then the news station decided to run it. They were like, yeah, this is great tape. Put this put this asshole That's on. That's fucked up. Give him half half of this three and a half minute segment. Um, so we can maybe Even skip this part. I mean, you don't have to believe it. Test individually but don't be a What's fucking dick about it right and just like like it's you have no more information about this story than anyone else and you're just completely dismissing her experience yeah it's like part of and, it's part of your professional job to take care of people you might want to like be a little cooler I mean, about that sorry that's yeah okay carry on carry on just <laughs> yes carry on <laughs> Talk, talking about a cop here buddy <laughs> okay some proof the only physical evidence I have are the marks from, from the, the tests that they did on me. What sort of tests? Just um, just getting kind of DNA samples and they didn't do anything bad to me. So it, it was wholly a good experience from my point of view. 
While police are sceptical, Amy and Keith say no one can explain how she was taken from Meriburra in southern Queensland and ended up in Mackay in north Queensland, a distance of 800 kilometres, in three hours in the middle of the night. There's an incredible graphic at this point of a little silver saucer flying from the distance. Mayboro. Uh, it's just flying over Queensland, and it shoots down a little red beam on Maysboro, and then goes up to McKay and shoots down another little red Hell beam, yeah. and then goes woo and floats bro, away. Bro, Aussie News was fucking killing it, bro. Mm-hmm. So sometimes, like, 2001 looks like it was 1940 oh, sometimes, man. Big time. Big time. Anyway, that's kind of the, well matter if we were all on hallucinogenic drugs and drinking that still wouldn't put amy 800 kilometers away but police are investigating sightings of amy in Mackay before the alleged abduction if it is found to be false well yeah fuck that guy cop cop face again interesting he's talking about he's talking about fucking prosecuting her for lying to police this dude sucks but are they saying are they saying that they had re reports of people seeing her in between those two locations at an earlier time? I think that's what's being implied there. There's they don't describe any of those reports, but yes, I think that's what they're saying. Got it. So the idea there would be that she left earlier. What would you possibly have to gain though? I don't like faking a UFO abduction for what? I mean. Yeah, I mean, you know, I guess if, I mean, if I were to, I'm not saying this is what they did or why they did it, but I'm saying, like, if I put myself in those shoes, I don't know, if I'm starting a winery on this land, is this, like, a destination because it's fucking... Because you might get kidnapped. The, 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 <laughs> I don't know if that's a great selling point. Wine's so good, even the aliens love it. <laughs> I did find it was interesting that she said it was a holy positive experience for her yeah and also said they did dna samples which i was like how how i mean how do you know i guess right well i, I thought that question was weird of like what type of tests i don't know a guy with a mask walked through a wall and poked me i, I was don't know in what a, he was doing lady i was in a spaceship what the fuck what the fuck do you i don't know <laughs> Your guess is as good as mine about why they were poking my thigh with their triangle machine. Well, for, uh, first they took my blood pressure, pretty normal cuff. Uh, <laughs> then uh, right. it was it was like one of those eye tests, you know, where you hold the paddle in front of one eye and then the next eye. I don't fucking know, lady. <laughs> anyway, that's uh, as as much as I can find out about that story. It doesn't seem like they continued their investigatory or journalistic efforts after the, the Australian MUFON investigation and the one news story, TV news story that I could find about it. Well, hot damn. But I like that we have a, a holy, quote, holy positive abduction case that was from start to finish three hours long. That's kind of fun. That is good. That is good. Yeah. Nobody, nobody got hurt. Uh, Right, you just got to replace a screen, well, whatever. Petra seemed a little uh, worked up about things, but yeah. Hey, look, if Amy had a good time, like you know, right? Good on you. Good on you. <laughs> All right, buddy, that's gonna do her for this week. Show enough is it's the What It podcast. Thank y'all for being here. We appreciate you listening. 
like we said earlier, if you want to leave us a voicemail, like our fucking new homie Aussie in uh, Fort Wayne, you can call 612-246-4614 to leave a voicemail there. It's hi at whatifpodcast.com with any emails. Hell yeah, bro! We're at what if pod on all the socials. Uh... We are getting close to 600 reviews on the show on iTunes. Oh, damn. And we kind of didn't do... What happens then, right? We didn't do our live uh, our live hangout episode for the 500 reviews. So uh, now, we re- eh. we're, now we really got to do our live hangout for the 600 one. Oh, wait. No, maybe we did an Instagram live for 500. We talked to somebody on Instagram. I was in my backyard drinking champagne about something. Is that what that was for? Did- Couldn't tell you. What's really important, Ryan, is to remember that at the end of the day, we don't owe these people shit. <laughs> we, we are grown grown men who do what we want with our time. <laughs> I'm 18. I do what I want. Uh, exactly. No, nah, but we love y'all and we appreciate y'all. Uh, Shop.whatifpodcast.com for tees and hoodies and buying shout outs on the show. If you want to buy a shout out on the show for somebody you love, you could do that. Look at you, motherfucker. I don't know shit else. Have a good week. Oh, man, we need fucking help, buddy.